This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we move further in our adventure in Acts with Moses Part 2, Moses Part 3, Tabernacle versus Temple, Stephen's Martyrdom and Prayer, and Philip Preaches in Samaria. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider.
to God our light and our life. to God our light and our life.
reading from St. Luke, chapter 12. In the meantime, when so many thousands of the people had gathered together that they were trampling one another, he began to say to his disciples first, Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. Nothing is covered up that will not be revealed, or hidden that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the dark will be heard in the light, and what you have whispered in private rooms shall be proclaimed on the housetops. I tell you, my friends, do not fear those who kill the body, and after that have nothing more that they can do. But I will warn you whom to fear. Fear him who, after he is killed, has authority to cast into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? And not one of them is forgotten before God. Why, even the hairs on your head are all numbered. Fear not, you are of more value than many sparrows. O Lord, have mercy on us. In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. We are in one of my favorite times of the year. Just yesterday afternoon, I was over in Ohio for the ordination and installation of one of our recent graduates. What joy it was to participate in the service as he entered into Christ's office of pastor. And then in a few weeks, I'll be preaching at the consecration of a deaconess up in Michigan. And again, what joy it will be to participate in a service where a faithful woman, woman enters into diaconal service, supporting her pastor and guiding the congregation in carrying out works of mercy and service. I count it all joy. And then there's Christ Academy. More joy every day as I watch all of you younger folks learning and discerning how Christ will have you serve. It melts the heart even of an old curmudgeon like me. What is more, with such a huge group with us this year, it's like we see the opening words of this text fulfilled right in front of us. So many thousands of people had gathered together that they were trampling one another. Okay, maybe that's a bit over the top, but I'm serious about how encouraging it is to have you here. What is not encouraging is the first part of this text. Everything, everything that you try to keep secret will be disclosed. Nothing is covered up that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the dark shall be heard in the light. And what you have whispered in private rooms shall be proclaimed on the housetops. If that doesn't disturb you, you need to look more closely at yourself. So why does Jesus say this? Well, first thing, it is true. What's interesting is how Jesus uses this truth. His purpose is to knock the self-righteous Pharisees off of their pedestals. 
They thought that they were the perfect keepers of the law, and as a result, they could judge everyone else. This is why Jesus then says, beware, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. Here you can't help but think of Galatians 5.9. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. And Jesus tells us exactly what the leaven of the Pharisees is. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. Now we all know what hypocrisy is. It's lying. A hypocrite is someone who passes themselves off as something they know they are not. Well, yes, that's true. But there's more to this word than just that. Hypocrisy also refers to the person who has fooled themselves into thinking that they are what they claim to be. And this is the leaven of the Pharisees. This is their hypocrisy. For they actually believed that they had fulfilled God's law, and they actually believed that they were better in God's eyes than others. This is tragic, for the self-righteous person has no need of Christ. Believing that they have sufficiently kept God's law means their work of salvation is complete in themselves, and therefore God's judgment is no longer on them. The law, it only applies to those sinners over there. And so Jesus won't let them off the hook. He directly confronts them and shows them that God's law applies to them as much as to anyone. A little later in Luke's Gospel, Jesus also told this parable who, to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Two men went up in the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. Friends in Christ, you are that Pharisee. There is no hiding. So the word of the Lord to you, to me, and to all of we leaven-laden Pharisees is this. I tell you, my friends, do not fear those who kill the body, and after that have nothing more that they can do, but I will warn you whom to fear. Fear him who, after he has killed, has authority to cast you into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. And that should scare you to death because your sins show that you don't fear God. I told you the first part of this text was not very encouraging. And then remarkably, it stands on its head 
abruptly, Jesus makes a heartbreak and says, are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? Really? And not one of them is forgotten by God. Why, even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not. You are of more value than many sparrows. Fear not. How? We know that God already knows everything about us, but the greater fact is that God, knowing these things, has acted for you in Christ. For God's proper work is the gospel, that our Lord Christ took all of our sins hidden and revealed upon himself and nailed them to the tree of the cross. He addressed the world's sins, yours and mine, through the once-for-all sacrifice of his body. As Hebrews 10 puts it, Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast our confession, the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir one another up to love and good works. We fear and love God by keeping his commandments and serving his people, by properly distinguishing law and gospel, proclaiming forgiveness of sins in Christ, and serving our neighbor in works of love. For it is unquestionably true, a little, leavens the whole, a little leaven leavens the whole lump, including the leaven of the gospel. For you were called to freedom, brothers, says Paul in Galatians 5. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. Thus in Christ, we fear, love, and trust in God above all things. For we see God as he is revealed in the suffering, death, and resurrection of Christ for us. It is true, we are pharisaical hypocrites, but God in his mercy has given his son to die in our place and now calls us his children. Our confession each and every day is simply that of the tax collector in Luke 18. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, 
God be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, says Jesus, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Thanks be to God that Christ humbled himself for us. Your sins are forgiven. Go down to your house, a justified sinner. In the name of Christ, amen.
Let us pray. O oh God, because your abiding presence always goes with us, keep us aware of your daily mercies, that we may live secure and content in your eternal love. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. God, by the patient suffering of your only begotten Son, you have beaten down the pride of the old enemy. Now help us, we humbly pray, rightly to treasure in our hearts all that our Lord has of his goodness borne for our sake, that following his blessed example, we may bear with patience all that is adverse to us. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but, all that our, but that all our doings, being ordered by your governance, may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting in his promises, we are bold to pray. and direct our days and our deeds in his peace. 